0: Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and uplevel your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands, and I am here to be your guide. So let's get started.
1: Hello, friends, and welcome to another beautiful day on the Practically Well podcast. Can you believe it's March? I cannot believe it's March. (laughs) I feel like it was just New Year's Eve and we were praying for spring because although I do deeply appreciate winter more than I ever have before, I love spring. I love summer. I love the warmth, the expansion, the new possibility. It's, oh, I just love it so here we are, you know, we're, we're getting into this next season and, you know, March can definitely be a transitional month, right. (laughs) Where it can be, especially here in Maryland, it can be blizzarding one day and then sunny and 65 the next day. It's kind of crazy. And, you know, even though it is a little up and down, you know, they say, what is it? March go, comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb whatever that means you know even with all those temperature fluctuations as as we have in Maryland as an example we can still feel or at least start to feel that that energetic surge that comes with this transition from winter to spring you know the sun is starting to rise earlier the trees may be starting to bloom a little bit there might be a little bit of a warm breeze in the air You know, we may feel more energized and motivated to get new projects started. And, you know, this spring season brings so much to us. And so, you know, in honor of it being the first couple of days in March, I wanted to take some time today to talk about what this season really means in, from a Chinese medicine perspective and how we can utilize the gifts of this season to live into it more fully and abundantly. So kind of as a jumping off point, what, is, what does spring represent in Chinese medicine? So spring is associated with the wood element. So as we've talked about before in past podcasts, um, there are five elements in Chinese medicine, water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And each of those correspond with a season. So water is winter, wood is spring, fire is summer. Earth is late summer and metal is autumn. Um, And I'm going to be diving into more of this with each seasonal transition this year. And so there's going to be more episodes talking about how we can live into each season as we're coming upon it. So stay tuned. But spring, where we are right now, is associated with the wood element. So what does this mean? Well, when we think of the wood element, we're thinking of Growth. We're thinking of flexibility or rigidity. We're thinking of movement in a clear direction. And it's that time of year where we're emerging from kind of those long, dark days of cold winter. And the world seems to be almost energetically waking up to begin again, have a new cycle of seasons you know, roots are starting to rise up from the ground, flowers are beginning to bloom, there's a, a rising sensation in the air. I mean, I, I feel it in my body, even as I'm talking about this. And it's almost like our bodies and the earth are taking like that big first stretch, you know, that full body stretch where your arms are totally out and your chest is open, you know, after a long nap or whatever, where we're really getting ready to get up and dive back into a more young experience, you know, because we just came from winter. It was a lot about stillness and turning inward and and really just being in that yin receptive, really powerful place. And that's a totally different energetic than what we are now moving into in the spring. So with that being said, this season can be present kind of in two ways and oftentimes both show up each each season where it's in balance or it's out of balance so like yin and yang you know there's there's two sides to every coin and when we can clearly understand what this energy looks like in and out of balance within ourselves and in nature we can feel more empowered to shift things to a place of greater harmony both internally and externally So let's do a little comparison for what this season and this element look like in and out of balance. So when in balance, there's a really sense of clear direction and focus and vision for projects, goals, and what is coming in the next season or seasons of life. You know, there's a clear creative surge that propels us forward Versus when it's out of balance, there might be confusion or overwhelm or just kind of lack of vision and clarity about what to do next. There might be a little muddiness and there also might be a lack of motivation to be creative and to start birthing new ideas. And oftentimes when there is this kind of muddiness or like, oh, I don't have it in me, like you're not feeling that surge. Oftentimes that is because we have not rested enough in the winter time. And so, you know, that, that rest that we need in the winter is, is not just to rest. Like oftentimes we feel like we're lazy in the winter if we're resting, but it's actually incredibly, incredibly crucial to be not sleeping that entire time, obviously, uh, although having multiple naps would be nice. We need that rest and rejuvenation time so that when we come into the spring season, we have that chi reserve built and stored up so that we can pop out of the ground like daisies and be getting started with this fresh rebirth of a new season. So that is something to consider, you know, and if you're feeling a little sluggish, a little out of balance, not feeling that, that surge, that creativity in yourself this season, It could just be pointing to the fact that maybe you needed to get a little bit of extra rest in that last season and maybe there wasn't space for it or you didn't give yourself that time. So if that is the case, then a great thing to do, a great practice to implement is giving yourself a little bit of rest now, a little more rest perhaps than you would normally plan to, and also to continue with all the other things that I'll, I'll be saying after the fact. So another example, when in balance, there is that vision and clarity that we just talked about, but there's also a flexibility in the road to get there. So, you know, there's, there's a quote that I love, be steadfast about your goals, but flexible about how you get there. That's a very wood element alluding significant quote, um, that I like to think about in this season in particular, because, you know, like a tree, you think of a tree or any plant for that matter in nature, roots will literally grow around just about anything to get where they need to go. You know, you've seen pictures and, or like being outside in nature where a, a plant will literally grow in between the cracks of concrete to pop up out and continue growing like that's the that's the visual and the energy we're thinking about when we're in this season and so when this element is in health we're willing to bend and shift in order to get where we want to be versus when we're out of balance there's a rigidity or a stubbornness or a lack of flexibility when planning or when working on projects or coming up with solutions to problems. And oftentimes this rigidity and not wanting to, to move or be flexible or kind of flow with, bend with the winds of change, as it were, that oftentimes leads to stagnation and frustration and oftentimes a lack of direction later on. Also, when in balance, there is possibility and potential and this, this really awesome internal drive and power that comes with the birth of something new. And that, you know, is so beautifully connected to that power and potency and wisdom that came from the winter, from that water element that we're using to drive and propel us forward into this new phase of seasons. And when out of balance, there's almost like a dimmer light coming from within. And you know, there's, there's all different kinds of depression when it comes to the five elements and how, you know, based on where you're, where you're experiencing it, it can show up differently. And with the wood element, when it's a little bit of that depressive state, it's, it's almost like there's a deficiency there and there's lack of vision and possibility for the future. And it just, it can lead to a lot of internalness and not projecting that energy out and focusing it on something that is productive. So that was just a couple examples of just kind of the energy that I want you guys to be feeling and taking in and kind of starting to understand about this season and this element. And there's so many different examples that I could give in terms of ways to distinguish between wood and springtime when it's in and out of balance But hopefully that gives you kind of a good idea of how it presents energetically, just as a baseline. So with that being said, how can we facilitate balance for ourselves this season and really live into all the magic and possibility that this element has to offer? So because this is practically well, and I always love to leave you with some practical tips if I can. I do have a few recommendations for you all today so that you can start implementing and cultivating more balance, more positive springtime energy, and really, really feel like you're living into the awesomeness of this season. So number one, move your body. This is so, 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 so important because the wood element has a lot to do with the sinews and tendons and growth and stretching. And so in order to increase flexibility and keep ourselves balanced during the season, it's really, really imperative to move and stretch. And the season before was really a time, like I said, of deep rest and stillness. So moving and kind of shaking the dust off energetically really allows room for creativity and growth to happen and also prevents stagnation. Number 2. Give yourself a few little goals to achieve each day. So while some of us may be you know really big on the long to-do lists, I know I am, and you know writing it down can certainly be a helpful brain dump exercise. It can definitely get overwhelming and even a little frustrating sometimes when we're trying to do too many things at once. So, yes, Write the big to-do list, get it all out of your brain and onto a piece of paper, set up your big goals. This is a great time to do that. Uh, you know, when all that creative energy is flowing, but then give yourself only a few items to do each day, like three tops. And I know that might not seem like that many and start here, you know, allow yourself to be laser focused on those three things. And you'll find that you do them better and more productively, which thereby gives you more motivation and drive to continue on with the list for days to come. Number three, be mindful of your anger. So what do I mean by this? (laughs) What I mean by this is the emotion of anger is very much linked to the wood and springtime. So each, each season, each element has a different emotion that is commonly associated, oftentimes felt more strongly during that time. And so anger is the one that is linked with the wood element, the spring season. So, you know, we know that in the springtime, it's, it's very windy, right? There's a, a lot, a lot of a lot of breeze, a lot of wind. and you know, for some people they love that, others they don't. There's a lot of reasons why. And our emotions can be a mirror of this because, you know, as we know when anger comes up, it can just kind of like swoop in really swiftly, right? And it's very common as we're like waking up and moving into this more young time of year, we can oftentimes find ourselves having more, or being more prone to anger, I should say, than usual. But this does not have to mean what we classically think of as angry anger. If it is angry anger, which I have certainly felt even in the beginning of March, I highly, highly recommend practicing this exercise. You want to take a food item like eggs or Brussels sprouts or something that you can really throw and chuck at something and take them outside and throw them at a wall or a tree or something across from you as hard as you can. So why do we do this? (laughs) I recommend this to almost all my clients and the ones that practice it say it's incredible. But the reason why we do this is because The emotion, the, the energy of energetic expression, I should say of the emotion of anger and of the spring season is upward and outward. So up and out, up and out. And so throwing something hard at a wall or a tree, like an egg, or I use Brussels sprouts just because they're easy to throw and they don't, you don't have to like clean up after them (laughs) like you do with eggs, but whatever your preference, go for it. And this up and outward motion is a really great exercise for helping to move stuck chi in your body. And it really gives you a physical release that will also help calm your mind. So I know that might sound like a crazy exercise and I highly recommend you give it a try. And we also have to remember within this that anger doesn't have to mean pissed off anger. Anger can be this really powerful rising sensation in your body that prompts action taking on things in the world that is. So, you know, a really great example of healthy, effective anger is Martin Luther King. You know, he saw injustice occurring. He rose up and he took effective action to help facilitate change. And yeah, he was very probably pissed off anger as well, but it wasn't, he used that, that surge in his body in a productive way. He had vision and clarity behind his message. And, you know, with that being said, he is a good example of using this, this surge, this energetic movement that we label as anger in an effective, productive way that is creating the birth of something new. So with all of that being said, know that anger is an emotion and it can, and probably will come up more in this season than in others. So I encourage you to notice it when it comes up for you and see how you can channel it either out of your being or into something productive and meaningful. Number four, try something new or take on a fresh creative project. So like I said in the beginning, this is really a time of rebirth, of possibility, of creativity. So use this energy uh, in this season to do something new. You know, put on a fresh coat of paint on a room or two in your house or start a new creative hobby. Maybe plan a new phase of your business. Maybe take a course in something that lights you up. Maybe start journaling about your big goals and dreams in your life. A great one is always to clean out your closet or junk drawers, or even deep clean your whole house. Maybe start cultivating a garden in your backyard. Whatever you do, commit to at least one new thing that lights you up and gives you that creative spark this spring and number five, get outside because It is so true that in every season, being outside will always give you a clear cue of how to live because we are a reflection of nature. And so it will always show us how to best thrive in each time of year. And springtime obviously is no different. And the beautiful thing is it's not frigidly cold for the most part in springtime. So get outside, feel the breeze, feel the sun on your face and watch as things start to grow and brighten again. You know, this is always going to be such a good motivator and reminder of how to live into this season fully. So go get out there and go for a walk. Feel that spring surge and use it to propel you forward. So I hope you guys all have an incredible, incredible spring this year. 2022. And if you have further questions about the spring season, the wood element, or really anything else around seasonal living within the five elements, you know, like I said, I'm going to be doing more episodes about this, but if you had one-on-one questions that you want to ask, feel free to reach out to me on the podcast email. It's info at practicallywellpodcast.com. And I will include that email in the show notes for you guys as well. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We'll see you next week.
0: Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you could subscribe and share this podcast with your loved ones and community. It is my ultimate goal to connect and spread as much healing energy as possible. And every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening. I'm forever grateful. Namaste.